It's kind of more of a storytelling episode, but it's really cool. This is probably the coolest thing that has ever happened to me with writing in terms of what writing has done for me. You're listening to Wild Creative, a podcast designed to inspire creative thought, enhance your artistic process, and excavate enriched understandings about art, culture, and yourself. I'm your host, Emma Kivetna, a creativity coach, artist, entrepreneur, and Sagittarius. I am joining you today from the traditional territories of the Mi'kmaq people in Nova Scotia, Canada. Without further ado, let's explore the wild creative. Thank you for joining me today on Wild Creative. To be totally honest with you, I had actually no idea what I was going to do for this week's episode. So I'm kind of winging it, but I'll explain a little why I had no idea what I was going to do this week. This has actually been a really busy month for me. For some reason, October just turned into a whole bunch of things, which I'm not sad about or anything. It's been great, but I've just been so busy that I didn't even have time this week to think of like what I wanted to talk about this week on the podcast. Some of the things I've been busy with have all been really great things, actually, Um, mostly art-related things. I'm teaching a few in-person workshops this month in the town where I live, so I've been busy making the slides for those and putting all the content together and, you know, mentally preparing myself for speaking in front of people, even though it's only like really, really small groups of people, like six or eight, I still get intimidated by that or just by speaking in front of any audience size, really. It's way easier to do it, though, when it's not live and it's me alone in my living room with a microphone. (laughs) So that's been a big thing this month is the teaching. Then I got asked to participate in a collaborative art project in the community in town here. So I said yes to that. So I'm going to be working on that this coming week. And I've been kind of researching some ideas for what I want to work on with the organization that I've been paired with as their artist to put together this art project for them. Plus, I've been kind of hosting, running, or I guess implementing a weekly writers group, which is for Preptober. And that's for in preparation of NaNoWriMo next month. National Novel Writing Month, which happens every November. I'm going to be working on a book in November, and I know there's lots of other writers in the community. So we kind of put together this Preptober weekly group, and so we've been meeting once a week to discuss our projects and kind of support each other. So that's been super fun as well. And I'm hosting a Halloween girls' night party tomorrow night at my house. So I've been busy this past week getting my costume getting some last-minute decorations and figuring out what I want to do for the food and drinks and alcohol and all that stuff. And I really needed to buy hooks for my entryway, and now I finally have them so people can put their coats somewhere. And then coming up in the month, still to go, because we're only halfway, is there's at least two more Halloween events that I'm going to, plus the actual night of Halloween where I'm going to be hiding out on my porch with my dog, who's going to be in a spider costume, and I'm hoping that I'm going to be able to scare kids as they come up the porch to get candy. And I'll be dressed as a demon witch, so I'm really excited about that. (laughs) 
so yeah, it's just been a really busy full month, which I was not really expecting. And I haven't had any guests lately on the podcast. It's just been me. So coming up with an idea this week was kind of difficult. But then I thought of something that I thought it's kind of more of a storytelling episode. But it's really cool. This is probably the coolest thing that has ever happened to me with writing in terms of what writing has done for me. And I thought maybe you might find it interesting or have a similar story or that it might teach you something possibly. So that's my content for today is story time. Specifically, I'm going to be telling you the story of how creative writing solved or healed or put to an end or whatever you want to call it, a certain inner turmoil that I was having for a short period of time. So Back in high school, I had a best friend who I was friends with from grade 9 to 11, and she was the kind of girl who I wasn't really sure why she was my friend or why she liked me because she was prettier than me, or at least it seems that way. She got more of the you know attention from guys and stuff than I ever did. She was more outgoing, more social. She was happier, it seems. She like laughed more than I did. She was just, she was always the center of attention and just everybody just seemed to like her. And it wasn't that I wasn't liked or anything like that. It was more so that I was just so not that. I was very shy, quiet. I never felt pretty or attractive growing up at all. So I just felt that I, like really ugly next to her, I guess. And this whole time that we were friends, I just never really quite understood why she wanted to be my friend. But there we were. We were we were best friends for three years in high school. But then it got to the point where she started dating this guy who was in grade 12, a year older than us. And he was like a total dickhead. And I, I've just felt like I could totally see that. And she either couldn't see that or pretended not to for the sake of drama or something. Like, I, I really don't know. But it got to the point where all she ever talked about was him. All she ever talked about was what he had done or what he hadn't done and how how he'd hurt her feelings recently. She was always talking about him and complaining about him and stuff. And I would always be like giving her advice and stuff, even though I was not dating anybody. But I would always be giving her this advice or listening to her talk and blah, blah, blah and all this stuff. But then she would like never take my advice or listen to me. She would just continue to talk to this guy and be with him and then also complain to me about it after. Typical, you know, 16-year-old, 17-year-old girl stuff. So it just got to the point where I was just like really fed up with it and just, I just didn't care and I felt like she didn't listen to me. I just questioned like, well, why, what's the point of having a best friend if you don't even like listen to her? I.e. like listen to me when I give you advice and tell you that he's an asshole. She, you know, she doesn't listen. She just goes back to him because apparently he cheated on her or something stupid like that. So really typical, stupid high school drama. <laughs> anyway, so between grade 11 and 12 during that summer, we were supposed to hang out and like, you know, meet up at least once or twice, but we didn't at all. And I, I purposely didn't want to see her. So I, I purposely didn't hang out. And when we came back in the fall for grade 12, I just completely blew her off. Like I ignored her when she like talked to me. I just walked away from her. Like I just completely shut down. Like I just basically terminated our friendship without even telling her that I was doing that or why I was or why I was doing it or anything. I just out of the blue, seemingly for, like for her, it would have seemed out of the blue, completely stopped talking to her. 
for me though, this had building up, been building up for months and months. So it made sense to just stop talking to her. So that's what I did. And I had terrible communication skills back then when somebody, when I didn't want to be friends with someone, I pretty much just stopped talking to them. I just, I didn't even tell them. I just stopped. And it, and so it got to the point where I would just blow her off every time I saw her in the hallway. I just walked straight past her. I wouldn't even look at her. I just like shut her out of my life completely. And she was like, so you could tell she was like kind of like confused at first. She was like, what the hell? Like, why, why are you just, why are you walking away from me? Like, why aren't you talking to me? Like, what the hell? So she had no real idea about why I stopped talking to her. And we didn't talk for like the whole year basically. And um, I think at prom, we like exchanged a word or two about our dresses or something. And then that was it. Um, but I, I didn't talk to her at prom and that, and then after prom, after graduation, I never saw her again. So that was the end of the friendship. It just completely ended. I I ended up joining a different friend group and I'm still friends with some of those people today. And yeah, to me, it was just, it was history. It was gone. You know, that was it. I felt like she kind of ruined it. Obviously in my head, I blamed her more than myself. You know, I didn't see myself as the issue. I saw her as the person who kind of took me for granted, I guess. And so I just left. Obviously looking back, I had a part in it too, like by not even communicating with her what I was feeling or what was going through my mind or anything. I just, instead of talking to her about stuff or what was bothering me, I just stopped talking to her completely. So this was all fine, you know, whatever. That's all water under the bridge. Life went on. I went to university and then this was like five years later. So after high school, after grade 12, about five years later. So I guess I was in my like, because I took a gap year after after high school. So I think I was in my, it was in my third or fourth year of, of university. And I suddenly found myself thinking about her a lot, like wondering where she was, like, what was she doing now? I was so curious, like, like, did she ever study biology? Like she said she was going to do, did she ever travel? Like she said she, like, I had, I had all these questions. I was so curious of like, I wonder where she is. I, you know, and then I felt kind of bad too. I was like, well, she never really knew why I stopped talking to her and I wonder what she thinks of me. And I'm sure she's moved on to some other new friend now. And all, all this stuff went through my head. And I just was like thinking about her a lot to the point where I even tried to look her up like online on Facebook and Instagram just to like see what she was doing. Because of course, back in high school, I deleted her from all that stuff. So we weren't like friends anymore online. But then I found myself one day, you know, four or five years later, looking her up and like trying to see what she was doing. And it got to the point where even in my dreams, she would show up in my dreams and in the dream, she would come up to me, her happy, like, you know, social go lucky self. And she would like be happy to see me or whatever. And in the dream, I would like actively turn away from her or or like give her like the stink eye and like frown at her and, and then like turn away and walk off or something. I, there was like quite a few instances. Like I had quite a few dreams in a row one week in particular, I guess it was, where she was in every single dream and every time she always tried to get my attention or say something to me or like just in like a happy way, not doing anything wrong in the dream or being mean. And then I was the one who was the asshole and was like, whatever. And then I just like turned away and walked walked away in the dream. So it was like so bizarre. So I was like, okay, this is so weird that I like keep thinking about her and like dreaming and that she's in my dreams as well. And so I started writing a short story at the time about two girls who haven't seen each other in years, but they're both back in town, back in their hometown for a, I think in this story, I made it something 
weird. Like they were, they, they happened to run into each other at a restoration project of this furniture or something where some people in the town were, were volunteering to help restore old furniture. I don't know why I thought of that as an event that a community would do together, but because what happened was in the story, one of the girls who I guess was the based on me was working on restoring this like old trunk, like sanding it down and painting it. Oh yeah, chipping off all the paint. It was like chipping away the paint was was the like task. And then this other girl gets assigned to help me and it's the ex-friend of of the girl. So then they both sit they're both sitting there chipping away the paint off the trunk and it's kind of awkward because they haven't seen each other in like quite a few years and the last time they saw each other they broke up as friends or whatever. It was basically obviously based on exactly what had happened to me and this friend. So as they're working on the trunk, they kind of start to talk and then it, it all kind of comes up to the surface and they kind of yell at each other a bit and and you kind of get to see both sides of the story. So I wrote the story thinking like, what would she say to me now if we did run into each other again and worked on chipping off the paint on a trunk? <laughs> Not that that would never happen, but I guess my point of the story was to try to figure out like, what would she say to me now if we did run into each other? And what would I say to her? And so I wrote all of that out in a story and they kind of, they explained to one another what was really going on for them at that time. And then finally, they both kind of understand as they're both peeling away the paint on this trunk, the more and more they chip away at the paint and the paint lifts off, the more and more they uncover as they're talking why it is that their friendship ended. So for the for the character who is based on me, she finally understands how she made the other girl feel. And then for the other character who is based on my friend, she finally understands why I why why I did what I did. And so after they kind of raise their voices and they it, they let it all out and they talk, then it kind of quiets down and they realize oh there's like nothing else to really like fight about. Like we we both understand what happened and but then at the end of the story, they don't be, like become friends again or anything. They don't go back to being best besties or anything like that. They kind of agree to part ways again this time, but like on better terms, like with closure. And I think in the story at the end, they decide that to like re-add each other on Facebook or something. But they both know that they're like not going to necessarily like reach out all the time and message and stuff. It's just kind of like we can be friends again and but it doesn't have to like mean anything in terms of us becoming best friends again and then the story ends and the girls like part ways and that's it and it's kind of resolved and then I swear to god I kid you not like that night or it was either that night or the next night I went to sleep and as I was dreaming I had a dream where she once again showed up in the dream and she said something to me about like um she said something like we're, we're friends, right? And then in the dream, I was just like, yeah, yeah, we are. And then she kind of smiled and was like, okay. And then she like walked away in the dream. And since then, I have never had any more dreams with her in them ever. So that is the coolest thing that has ever happened to me with creative writing. And I just think it's such a good example that shows how writing is such a good way to process things going on in, in your head, both consciously and subconsciously, because dreams are subconscious. You're obviously, you're, you're not awake when you're having them. It's your subconscious mind at play. And that's, your subconscious mind is where we store all of our shit. <laughs> that's where all of our 
fears and desires and longings and, you know, even unknown secret fears, desires, and unlongings, like unknown to us even. It's like, oh, I didn't know that that was bothering me or I didn't know that I really wanted to see that person or whatever. All of that shows up in our subconscious, in our dreams. And I just think it's so cool that we can use art as a way to process that. Like if I hadn't have written that short story, I have no idea what I would have done. Maybe would I have desperately reached out to her on Facebook or Instagram and and said something like, oh my God, how are you? I'm so sorry for what I did. This is what was happening for me at the time, blah, blah, blah. I was like, it's five years later, like she wouldn't give a shit. She so would have been moved on by then. And it would have just been such a desperate plea for forgiveness if I had done that. And I'm thank God I didn't do that because that actually did cross my mind (laughs) was to do that. But instead I wrote this short story and sorted it out myself and that manifested in my dreams and, and and then after that, I just felt I didn't feel guilty anymore. I felt okay about it. I felt like the way things happened, it couldn't be changed. And there's no point in reaching out to her. And if I had reached out to her, it's it wouldn't have been with the intention to like be friends again. It would have just been to relieve my own guilt. It wouldn't have even been a genuine way to reach out to someone who you haven't talked to in five years. So I'm so glad I didn't. <laughs> Because it also would have looked really pathetic too, I think. Because I'm positive that she is way over it and could not care less. And now I also feel that way. Or I felt that way as after I had that dream and I woke up the next morning. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm over that. I I don't need to reach out to her. I don't, I, don't need, I don't need to be curious about what she's doing. It doesn't matter. And she's moved on. I've moved on now. And that's it. So this is why I always encourage people to journal because journaling is a way of processing our subconscious as well. We, you know, we when you're journaling, you can kind of go into this kind of altered state where you're where where the thoughts just flow and your conscious mind kind of gets out of the way like it doesn't control what it is you're thinking about. It just you just think. You just think and the thoughts flow one after the other and you just record them and you write them as they're happening and so much can come from that. And my experience with writing this short story and having that kind of similar thing happen was totally new for me and it hasn't happened since, unfortunately, but it, it was a really magical moment for me. So yeah, that's my story for the week. I hope you found it interesting. And if you have a similar story, I would love to hear it. Or if you have any questions about what I shared today, I would be down to hear them. Otherwise, that's it for today. If you are enjoying the podcast, I really encourage you to please rate, review, subscribe, follow, share it with your artist friends, your writer friends, anybody really. Anything to help get it out there. I always really, really appreciate it. I am looking for guests for the podcast, so if you are interested, if you're a writer, if you're an artist, or if you're a business creative person, if you're into creativity, really, or any form of creativity, then you would be a great guest for this podcast. So feel free to email me at emmakivetna at gmail.com, especially also if you have questions or any comments or ideas for topics in the future. I'm absolutely open to addressing your questions and comments in an episode. So just send me an email or find me on Instagram. Otherwise, until we meet again, stay wild, stay creative.